Hi guys, welcome back to Midday Mantra with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy, so let's get into this week's episode. Guys, a little update of my life. I'm in the middle of moving, so that's a little bit stressful, but had a pretty good weekend. Got way too drunk at brunch on Saturday, but it was like a lot of fun, so I don't regret it bought a Gucci purse. I just had to throw that in there because I'm really proud of myself that I can do that for myself. This week's podcast episode was inspired by a YouTube trend I saw. Vlogging like you're on my private story and I was like, you know what? This is inspiring me to tell you guys shit that's happened to me and crazy stories of my life. And just be 100% transparent and just tell you guys some crazy stories. So this is like podcasting. Like you guys are on my private story. I mean, these are stories I've told on my private story. So now you guys get the scoop of what it's like to be on my private story. (laughs) You know what? Don't judge me. Let's just start off like that. Let's make a disclaimer. Let's not judge each other. We've all made mistakes. We've all done crazy things. I'm just here to tell you about mine. If anything, you guys should be like, wow, she's a bad bitch because she came on here and told us all her stories. Yeah. Let's get into the first story. I'm a criminal, if you guys didn't know. Not an actual criminal. Last summer, I got myself into an incident. I'm not going to tell you guys what the crime was. It wasn't like a crime, but... um. There was a court date. It got a little heated. I'm not going to get too into detail of what we did, but just know it wasn't. I didn't kill anybody, okay? It wasn't like that. It was a very harmless, petty crime. And if I was to even tell you guys what it was, you would be like, you're pathetic. Why were you doing that at your age? And it's like, okay, I know my friends and I engaged in a little crime, you know, not that big of a deal. People have done this crime to me and I've done this crime to other people. It's not really a crime, but when you get caught over the age of 18, you're definitely going to have to have a court date. My friends and I partook in this activity and I'm going to just give you guys the aftermath of everything that happened. So we were so confident we wouldn't get caught. Like we had done this several times before. There is no way they're going to catch us. The police got involved. So it all started, I remember, we were on a group FaceTime together just talking about everything, and there was talks of us getting caught. Like, people were like, yeah, people know it was you guys, and this could end badly. And I was like, they're being so fucking dramatic. And my one best friend was like, you know what? I'm not scared. I'm going to get caught. Fuck that. I'm fine. Whatever. And I was like, wow, she just gave me a bunch of confidence. Like, I don't think I'm going to get caught either. None of us are going to get caught. Like, we're all good. And we hung up that group FaceTime. Then I got woken up to another group FaceTime. And that same friend that was so confident was like, the police are at my house and they know everything. And I was like, oh my God, they fucking know everything. Like, fuck, how are we going to get away with this? The police had showed up at her house, not only her house, another one of my friend's houses. So the police were showing up everywhere and they had this story and it was so much more dramatized than what actually had happened, but they did have all of our names and they did have what we were wearing and they did have 
all this information on us that wasn't really great. So we woke up to that FaceTime. And then since the police were showing up at her house and my other friend's house, we were like, we need to be on the same story. Let's all get on the same page of what actually happened that night. It just became so serious where I was like, the police have nothing to worry about more than like our little petty crime. Like they're so set on catching us. Like that's so fucking pathetic of them. I was living in a dorm building and I was actually terrified that they were gonna come and like take me from my dorm building and like make me go confess shit to them. So I did everything to hide. I went and slept in my ex-boyfriend's bed. You guys are like, you're just a whore. You just wanted an excuse to literally get fucked. No, guys, I was terrified that the police, we didn't even have sex, that the police were coming to find me, and I was like, oh my god, my ex. Mind you, when I had to tell him what I did, because he was like, well, why are the police looking for you? I was like, this is what I did. He was like, that's so pathetic. You really did that? And I was like, this is never a time to judge, because he's also a criminal, too, and I'll get into his criminal story that involved me next, so get ready for that one, guys. So, once the police started showing up at all of our houses, I was like, fuck, I gotta really hide my face and everything. They had my old address and all my other friends lived in the suburbs. I was the only one that lived in the city and there was very little record that I lived in the city. Like my license didn't say it, none of it said it. So I was kind of confident that they weren't gonna come and get me. But I did get a bunch of missed calls on my phone from the police and I just never answered. And I was fucking terrified because I was like, I'm going to prison. Like, can you even, you couldn't even go to prison for what I did, but I was like, somehow they're going to make me go to fucking prison and I'm too fucking cute for prison. I do remember all of my friends and I during that time, like, how the fuck are we supposed to get our nails done in prison? How are we supposed to get our hair done in prison? We're too fucking cute for prison. And if you know my friends, you know that we're all too pretty for prison. So it was a lot of fear, but I think we were just really caught up in the fear of it all because we weren't going to go to prison. But I was like, there is no way I'm going to succeed in prison. Like, there's literally none. I'm going to be the first person that's getting fucked by everybody in prison. Because, like, look at me. Me, so narcissistic. Like, oh my god, I could never go to prison because they're just all going to love me. But, like, seriously. So, we had to come up with several stories. Our stories were changing all day, every day. Because the police would come to someone else's house. Yeah, they made multiple appearances. Like, the police became the best friends. Like, every fucking day I was getting a FaceTime that the police were looking for me or the police had showed up at one of my friend's houses. So that's never fun to really live in fear like that. And for what we did, it wasn't worth it. But the police would come to one of my best friend's house and be like, well, the other girl you said said you did this. So unless you want to admit to all of it, like go right ahead. And they would try and pin us against each other. But we had this really strong story that I was like, I don't think they're going to get it. Just nobody talk to the fucking police because we're going to get nervous and like slip it up or something. All my friends are very loyal. So like no one was going to go behind each other's back and say anything. But still, it was a very fearful time. My one friend took the full blame because... Like it would have been a lot of money if we all had stepped forward. Let's just say that the fine would have been extreme if we had all stepped forward. My friend had to go to court and she had no lawyer. Everybody else had a lawyer. And I was like, let's just get a lawyer. And everyone was like, we don't need one. Um, we got slapped with a fine. It wasn't too bad. It was an amount that I'm totally willing to pay again to do the same exact crime just kidding. I would actually, I totally would do it again. I can't lie. Like I completely would do that again. I mean, 
it was fun while we were doing it, like the aftermath of the fine and my best friend having to go to court and all that stuff and all the police coming in and all of us having different stories wasn't the best, but the memories were worth it. Like, honest to God. I mean, I'm here sitting telling you guys about this story. You're probably like, what the fuck did you do that you guys had to pay a huge fine and the police had to come to your houses every night and look for you every single night? I don't want to open up the bag of what happened because it happened. My criminal days are over, but they were so fucking fun while they lasted. I can't lie. Like, I love to be a degenerate. I will state that I learned my lesson and I will never do it again. If there's any police listening to this, I'm a better person and I would never put myself through that again. But I would. But like, it's fine. So that's a little story of how I had a criminal charge against me and how it played out and how we got away with it. I hope to God I'm able to tell that story and like not get in trouble for this. This next story has to be one that really fucked up my life for a little bit. I've mentioned that my exes were toxic. I didn't mention how crazy things got at one point. And I never thought I'd tell this story, but it's too good not to tell. One day at two in the morning, my ex called me and I thought he needed closure or something, but he was like, come over. Like, I really need to talk to you. And I'm like, of course you do. You're fucking in love with me. This is getting absolutely fucking pathetic okay, stop fucking calling me, but I'm on my way. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm still a good person. And it helps the ego when they're like, I love you so much. And you're like, but I don't love you. Anyways, I get to his house. He's acting pretty serious. Like something really intense is happening. I'm like, did somebody die? Like, why are you have a ghost face on? You look actually fucking petrified. Like, what is the issue? And he was like, Livy, I have a hit out on me. What do you mean you have a hit out on you? What the fuck do you mean you have a hit out on you? If you guys don't know what a hit out means, it means someone is trying to kill you. So I'm over here like, what the fuck did you do that someone wants to kill you? He said he got involved in a card cracking scheme. If you guys don't know what card cracking is, it's basically you steal someone's credit card information and you make money off of their credit card. It's done all over Chicago. I mean, like, it's a pretty common thing, I think. I mean, like, I've never thought about doing it and I never thought my ex was the type to do it. And I was like, okay, so you got into some card cracking. So why is there a hit on you? Like, does some old businessman want to, like, ruin your life because you stole all his money? Like, what's the deal? He's like, no, I did it. And then I gave the bank the money. And I was like, you, you did what? You, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you stole money and then gave it to the fucking bank? Like, even I know that's not a good idea. Even I'm fully aware, if you're involved with other people in a card cracking scheme, give them the fucking money. Do not give it to the bank. He was like, I just didn't think God would have liked that I did it. And I was like, but you already had done it. Like, you already committed the sin. There is no going back give the guys the money. He's like, there's no way for me to do that. The bank has it. So you stole money. And then after you stole it and did the crime, you decided this isn't for me. Like, I'm actually not a criminal. I actually don't want to do this. So then everybody else that's involved in that card cracking scheme with you is pissed the fuck off that you just flipped that money and gave it to the fucking bank. Like, you're a narc, basically. He should have just went to the police and was like, I 
I send police. I Here's all the money. Here's everybody I'm in the scheme with. Here's all these things. And then they just lost out on money because of you. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. There's no way. So I'm like, well, how did you even get in contact with these guys? And he's like, Instagram. My heart sank to my stomach because that's the same fucking Instagram that I was plastered all over. I've never been so mad at myself for wanting to have somebody post me as much as I was like, babe, why aren't you posting me? I fucking regret saying that to him because those guys that had that hit out on him knew what the fuck I looked like. Me being so narcissistic. I'm literally making his criminal activity about me. I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, like the card crackers, like they knew what I looked like. They're going to kill me. Like, forget about you. They're going to kill me. He's like, no, they don't want anything to do with you. But still, like, I'm fucking terrified. Why the fuck am I involved in this? This wasn't the closure I thought I was going to be getting tonight. Instead, I find out that my ex is about to get murdered. I'm over here, narcissistic as fuck. Like, oh my God, they're going to fucking kill me. Like, I've worked so hard in life to be where I am now. There's, like, no fucking way that you did this to me. Like, I literally can't believe you put my life at stake. He's like, bitch, I'm the one with the fucking hit out on me. And you have the nerve to be like, this is about me. Of course. Because I was all over that fucking Instagram. So I was like, they're gonna want to kill me too. Like, you would post about how much you loved me. They're gonna be like, I don't know. Let's take away the one thing that he fucking loved. And I'm over here like, please fucking delete all our pictures. Like, please post a new bitch. Like, I will pay you money to post a new bitch and be like, this is my life. I fucking love her. So they don't come after me because your criminal activity got pushed on to me. And then I was like, where was this hustle when we were dating? Like, I'm sorry. You decided to card crack and make money after we were dating. Like, I never got taken on nice dates. You never spent money on me. You never did shit for me. So who are you card cracking for? Like, who are you trying to make this money for? I know it's not your fucking self because you weren't motivated like that back then. So now I'm over here like, wait, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're card cracking for another bitch, apparently. Like, why didn't you love me enough to card crack while we were dating? And he's like, you're really missing the point, Livy. I'm about to die. And I'm like, wait, no, you got hoes, first of all. And second of all, you want to spend money on these new hoes. Where was this fucking bag when I was around? So I was pissed, okay? Mind you, I thought I was going to get killed because I was on that same Instagram, tagged in everything, my baby, my life, everything. And then I'm like, wait, this motherfucker has hoes that he's trying to spend a fucking bag on? Like, you could at least pay me back for some of the shit I did for you. Like, it's rude. Like, goddamn, you knew I wanted a Gucci belt. You weren't going to buy me a Gucci belt just for the effort of being in the relationship with you? Like, you could have done that with the money. So then I'm like, okay, I'm totally on your side. Like, I'm totally going to help you through this. In the back of my mind, I'm like, if this kid dies and I'm the only buddy that knows about it, I'm going to be, like, so fucked up for the rest of my life. I know I just made his whole criminal activity about me, but, like, honest to God, think about it. Like, I'm going to be fucked up if I knew he was going to die and then he gets killed. Like, I had to go to that funeral and look at his mother like, yeah, I didn't know. Like, I had, oh my god, what a surprise. Like, no, I fucking knew he was gonna get murdered, so I was like, we have to tell your parents. And he was like, no, we can't. We can't tell them. And I was like, okay, well, like, I have to. And he was like, if you do that, I'll never fucking talk to you again. I'll never want anything to do with you. That's so fucked up of you. And I was like, is that a promise that you'll never talk to me again? Like, go back. Is that a promise that we're never gonna speak again? Because I'm fine with it. I'm fucking fine with it. So then I made him give me his Instagram password. And I went through all the messages myself. So I have the screenshots of everything that was happening. And then I also like 
Wendy Burns' Instagram. And, like, it became a whole issue because I was like, wow, you were really cheating, cheating on me. Like, it wasn't just what I found. It was more. He's like, I'm about to die. I'm like, well, it's funny because you were cheating on me at the same time, but it's it's whatever. Because, like, I went through his old messages. So, I'm like, you're still fucking, like, a cheater and I'm pissed. So, that whole night, I did not sleep. And the next day, I was like... I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm going to be sick to my stomach if this kid dies. Like, I genuinely don't know what to do. He's telling me he's about to get murdered. The messages are telling me he's about to get murdered. What the fuck do I do? So, I'm like, I'm just like this little fucking innocent bitch. How the fuck did I get myself involved in a card-cracking scheme? I, like, I didn't get myself involved, but I was kind of involved. Like, he was like, I'm going to murder you. And I'm like... <gasps> he's gonna look at my pictures and murder me. So the next day I picked up my best friends and I was like freaking out crying and they were like, what's wrong? And I was like, guys, I basically have a hit out on me. And they're like, bitch, what the fuck did you do? And I was like, I dated the wrong man is what the fuck I did. I showed them all the messages. I showed them everything. And they were like, Livy, what the actual fuck? How did you get yourself into this situation? And I was like, guys, like we don't have time to discuss details where the fuck do I go next? And they're like, you have to call his mom. Like, you have to. And I really didn't want to call her. She thought I was such a good girl. Like, I'm like, God, I'm coming across as like a fucking felon. I looked like I was involved in the fucking card cracking scheme with him. So I was like, guys, how am I going to do this without her thinking like I'm also involved in this card cracking scheme? Like, what the fuck? They're like, bitch, that's not the point. Call and tell them your, their son potentially could get murdered. And I'm like, fuck, okay, fine. So I call her, I'm like, hi. She's like, how are you doing? I'm like, good. Um, My ex let me know last night that he has a hit out on him. And she's like, a hit out? What do you mean a hit out on him? And I was like, listen, he got involved in a card cracking scheme. He gave the $3,000 to the bank. And I have no idea what the fuck to do. I'm literally terrified. He told me as a hit out on him. I have no idea what the fuck to do. What if they murder me? Like, what if they kill me? And she's like, sweetheart, you're fine. They're not going to kill you. I'm like, but like, we don't fucking know that. Like, I live alone. They could know where the fuck I live. And she's calming me down because I'm over here like, it's about me. And she's like, my son could be murdered. And I'm like, but but me like but is anybody giving a fuck about me in this situation like I'm all over the Instagram I'm like fucking word vomiting at this point to her because I'm so scared I'm like I should have never made him post those pictures I swear I got I regret every moment of making him post those fucking pictures I'm so sorry like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing like am I supposed to leave the dorm or am I supposed to like not go back to the dorm should I break my lease like what the fuck do I do like I'm so fucking scared they're gonna kill me she's like please calm down like please explain to me what is happening like what happened I'm like I have the Instagram screenshots like do you want them I'm fully a fucking snitch at that point because, like, I just didn't need his life on the line because of me. Like, and I, like, knew about it. Like, I just couldn't live with myself. I'm a good person. How the fuck am I supposed to live with myself knowing my ex has a hit out on him? I send her all the screenshots and then the hate messages from my ex are, like, piling in one after another, one after another. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, I hope that was a promise. You'll never talk to me again because this fucking stress wasn't ever worth it. Like, I'm stressed out of my fucking mind. Sent her all the screenshots and my ex was like, fuck you, bitch. But she told me what everything I needed to do to stay safe. I know I sound so self-absorbed in this story, but honest to God, imagine being in my shoes. And I want to state another thing. The surprise I had when my ex told me he had a hit out on him 
I was like, what the fuck? Because he was really not that kind of guy at all to get involved in that kind of activity. So I was like, did the breakup change you that much? Did me breaking up with you make you a fucking criminal for some reason? Like, what the fuck is this about? You need therapy. Like, you need severe help. And it's obvious. He's alive, I think. I don't check up on him. I don't know. Everything's okay. He didn't die from the hit out on him. That I know of. I think I'd be informed if he died. I don't know. That's the exact story of how my ex had a hit out on him and how I was fucking terrified and made the whole situation about me. A lot of you ask me, Livy, why don't you talk about sex on the podcast? You never talk about sex. I'm going to tell you guys why I don't talk about sex on the podcast because sex was ruined for me after I had sex with this one man. He gave me the best sex I've ever had and no sex will ever compare to it. But seriously, there is no sex that will compare to what this man did to me. And I'm going to tell you guys this exact story of how I met him, how we got into me having the best sex of my life and it literally being ruined for the rest of my life. At 18 years old, we know 18-year-old Livy. We love 18-year-old Livy. She's a bold bitch. She's the same bitch with the sugar daddy. She's the same bitch who didn't give a fuck. 18-year-old Livy had just got broken up with the guy that you heard in the last story who had the hit out on him. We went on our first, like, breakup where he came to the room and was like, fuck you, give me all my shit back and never speak to me again. And I was heartbroken. And I was like, men are trash. Men are only good for two things, sex and money. I had never been the type that really slept around. Like I said, I never really had my hoe phase. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to have my hoe phase. So I was headed to a party with my friends. And I was very drunk. And going to the train. And I ran into a guy. And we were all hammered. And I was like, hey me and my bitches will have a threesome with you. And they were like, no, we won't. I'm like, they're lying to you. We're gonna fuck you hard. And he was like, what? And I was like, yep, I'm Livy, by the way. Like, what's your name? And we're gonna call him the legend. He was like, I'm the legend. And I'm like, hi, the legend, I'm Livy. He's like, do you really wanna have a threesome with you and your friends? I'm like, I'm down. These prude ass whores don't seem to be down. He's like, you're funny. Like, I like you a lot. And I was like, man, thank you, the legend. He's like, give me your number. I want to get to know you. This is all in front of, like, the train stop. And I go, okay, here's my number. Don't fucking text me unless you're going to send me a dick pic right away. He was like, I got you. Don't worry. I was a bold bitch. I really was a bold bitch. Look at my phone. Next thing I see is a dick pic. And his dick was beautiful. I can't lie. He had a beautiful penis. And I thought to myself, I'm about to get into some trouble. So then I went to the party the rest of the night and was texting him back and forth. And he was like, I don't want a threesome. I want to fuck you. And I was like, you're speaking my language, but I'm not having sex until you tell me how you're going to fuck me. And so then the next couple days, the legend and I had a really long texting conversation about how he wanted to fuck me, the things he was going to do to me. And we also did get to know each other a little bit better, too, just like little things that we felt the need to know about each other. Like he told me he was an athlete and he said, look, I'm going to get us a hotel room and you're going to meet me there and I'm going to fuck you like no other. And I was like, damn, like the legend really has it going on. But I was also terrified because I had only been with two people at that point. So I was like, 
yikes, I'm just gonna go fuck this random guy, but my heartbreak was like, yeah, you are a bitch, because you're heartbroken, you're gonna have sex with this guy, because that's all they're good for, like, you gotta have your hoe phase a little bit, okay, can't be wifey all the time, and I'm like, fuck, I'm terrified, all my friends are like, don't go and meet this man at a hotel, like, you barely know him, I'm like, the legend and I have, like, a lot of conversations together, and he said he's gonna do this, this, and this to me, like, I think I'm gonna go, and I really was like, you know what, no, I'm not going to go, but then my heartbreak was like, bitch, you just got fucked over. You're going to go and you're going to get bent over and fucked well, bitch. You're going to get it. You guys are probably like, are you okay? So it was like a Wednesday night and the legend was like, here is the hotel. You need to meet me there. Tell me what kind of wine you like and we're going to have a fun time. I'm on the red line going to the hotel and I'm so fucking nervous I'm like I don't know if I can do this I'm literally terrified like I really don't know this man whatsoever what if he fucking kills me and I was like you know what no you have to push yourself outside your comfort zone if he kills you that's how you were meant to die and I looked at all my friends and I said if he kills me this is how I was meant to die guys like I just wasn't meant to live and they were like, are you literally insane? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, heartbreak makes you do crazy fucking thing. I get off the red line. I head to the hotel. Who's outside waiting for me with a fat ass bottle of wine? And it was my favorite wine. The legend. He's like, come on, let's go upstairs. You look beautiful. You literally look amazing. I was like, he's already doing better than my ex. Like, my ex literally never told me I was pretty. So, like, the legend's going to get it. And plus, I just wanted to get fucked that night. Like, I was like, I'm so over even having emotional feelings for anybody. I just want you to fuck the shit out of me to forget my ex. I have mental problems, guys. I'm so sorry. But it was like, whatever. I'm young. I live once. I might as well get fucked hard by this guy. I'm not going to get too into detail about the legend and I's sex. But I am going to tell you... The legend made me come seven times that night. You heard me. Seven fucking times in one night. We had the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. I was in fucking love with the legend after that one. I literally have never been fucked that good since the legend. Can't even describe to you how much the legend changed my life. The things he did were things I had never seen or heard of before. It was if the legend had a manual to my body and knew exactly what to do to make me the happiest woman alive in the bedroom. I kid you not, I wish I was being fucking dramatic on how good this sex was. I told you I came seven times within like an hour and a half. Like, are you fucking kidding me? He was amazing. Okay, I miss the legend every day. I'm going to tell you guys what happened after that. Because it was more than just sex, obviously. I'm a nice person. After the legend basically um, fucked my brains out, we then laid and had just really good conversation. Amazing conversation together. And he started to talk a little bit more about him. We got into him playing basketball. We got into everything he was doing. And... He then, like, mentioned something about his cousin watching the streets for him. And I was like, oh, that's, like, a weird, like, phrase to say. You know what I mean? Like, that's a weird thing. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean, like, watching the streets? And he was like, you know, watching the streets. And I was like, ah, uh, okay. Like, I guess I know. And then he starts to tell me a little bit more about his life. 
And he's like, I'm always strapped. And I'm like, well, yeah, you are. And he's like, no, no. No, like, I'm always strapped. So then I was like, okay. Besides basketball, because he was like, I'm about to go overseas to play basketball, but right now I have this really good corporate job, like, make a lot of money off of it. It's really nice. It's just not what I love to do. And I'm all about finding your passion. And then he just, like, keeps mentioning more. And I'm like, okay, but, like, watching the streets for your cousin, like, I'm still kind of confused as to what that means. And he was like, you know, watching the streets. And I'm like, ugh. Like, the issue is, like, I don't really fucking know what you mean. I'm some little bitch from the suburbs. I have no idea what the fuck you mean. And he's like, oh, you're funny. Like, you're funny. And I was like, Thanks. So then I got the kind of idea, I was like, he could be gang affiliated for sure, or he definitely knows about the streets. So then it starts to hit me a little bit more. He's like, I'm always strapped. And I'm like, always strapped? So like, you have a gun with you right now. Like, I just got my back blown the fuck out by you, but there's definitely a gun in the room. And I was like, oh my god, that's actually fucking nuts. Like, holy shit, this man actually really could have killed me. But the legend and I went on to have really good conversation and like had my heart. He really cared about my comedy. He wanted to come see my Second City shows. And I was like, you know, I don't know if that's the best idea for us because like you're kind of just like my hookup. And he was like, okay, I'll be just your hookup until you're ready for me to not be your hookup. And I stumbled out of bed that morning because obviously I slumped with them. Like, we cuddled and everything. And I, like, I actually physically couldn't walk. Like, I kid you not, the kid fucked me so good I could not walk. So then I stumbled out of bed. I had an 8 a.m. to get to because, like, I'm a good student. I wasn't going to miss class even though I just had the best sex of my life. It's the type of sex that makes you really appreciate life. I was like, wow, I have a beautiful life that I'm living. The birds are chirping. Like, there is no stress in my life. I just got all my stress relieved. I was like a different person. Like he literally fucked me into a new state of happiness. Can you believe that? It was such good sex. I'm gonna disappoint you guys and tell you my ex and I did get back together a couple days after the legend and I had our time together. I know, I know. I really did have the choice between the legend and my ex and I really fucked up by picking my ex. Nobody has fucked me as good as the legend and I don't think anybody will fuck me as good as the legend. Like it was the best sex I've had in my entire life. I tell my friends now, I'm like, I know we're not that kind of friend group that like shares guys, but like if you ever need to get fucked so good that you become a better person, like please call him. Like he would do it for you. He's such a great guy. The legend and I did have a couple more times together because, like I said, my ex would break up with me here and there. So, like, I would obviously call the legend and he was like, same dude, you're tripping over. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, all right, let's forget about him tonight. And I'm like, ah, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait. Like, I fucking love this. But then my ex and I did date for two years, so I had to cut the legend off. And I miss him. He used to text me, like, whenever you need an orgasm, call me. Like, I'll come whenever you need me to make you come. Like, I literally miss this man. Like, I'm so emotional that I chose my ex over the fucking legend. That just shows you I'm a good person. I don't know how, it just does. That is why I don't talk about sex on this podcast, because what am I going to tell you? I got my brains fucked out so good by this one guy, I can never even talk about the sex I've had now because it's so boring compared to what he did. I don't even have sex anymore because I'm, I just know I'm going to get disappointed. Like, no one will be as good as the legend. And if I'm talking to a guy sexually in any kind of way, I am like, well, tell me how you'd fuck me. And it's never, 
like the legend. It is literally never. So I don't even have sex anymore. If I'm going to have sex, it's going to be more about me liking the person. And I don't fucking like anybody. And there's going to be no one who's ever fucked me as good as the legend. And I don't even want to put that energy in the air saying nobody will fuck me as good as the legend. But like he did something different to my body. He made me a better person. Genuinely love him. You know what I mean? Like I genuinely fucking love him. Okay, I don't actually love him, but I love what he did to me. The legend ruined my relationship too. I can't lie because one time my ex was like, okay, name all the people you've had sex with and rank them best to worst. And I only had sex with three people. And I was like, well, worst was my other ex. And then you and the legend are tied for first. And he was like, tied for first? What the fuck do you mean? I'm your boyfriend and you're telling me me and the legend are tied for first? I was like, yeah. He just did something different. My ex told me that made him want to cheat on me. And I didn't do it because I was like trying to make him insecure. I did it because that was like my genuine answer. I was doing that to be nice, honest to God. Like the legend is something different. No one can fuck me as good as the legend and no one will ever fuck me as good as the legend. But... Yeah, like I was doing it to be nice to my ex when I told him that they were tied. They weren't tied. The legend clearly won and the legend always will win. Like that is the one man that I would look at and be like, you're my fucking king. Like I know like that would I would rather gag myself than do that. But then I'd rather have the legend gag me while I call him my king. Kidding. Okay. But yeah, guys, that's exactly why I don't talk about sex on the podcast because I don't have it. And the legend ruined sex for me forever, but also made me a better person by fucking me so good. One day, the legend and I will cross paths again, but it just won't be anytime soon because I kind of burned that bridge when I chose a loser over him. And it's okay. He wasn't mad about it. And he was always there to be my shoulder to cry on. Whenever my ex and I broke up, he was always there. I then started respecting myself and was like, I don't want to just fuck anybody anymore. And he was like, okay, whatever you want, just call me whenever. And I fucking miss him. Ladies, if you're gonna fuck somebody, like, I don't even recommend fucking the legend because he ruined sex for me. I've actually, like, fully sat down and talked to my mom about this. Like, there will be nobody that fucks me better than him. She's like, honey, I know. Like, it's okay. There will be. Like, your husband will. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I remember when I told my friends, I was like, yeah, that guy that we met, I fucked him. And she was like, why? That's so wrong of you. That's not like you whatsoever. And then I was like, he made me come seven times. And she was like, I can't even, I can't even like, say anything about that. Like, that's fucking amazing. No one gets to experience that. Don't think I'm ungrateful. I'm so fucking grateful for that experience. But guys, yeah, that's the exact story. One, of why I don't talk about sex on the podcast. And two, the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. I miss him. I miss him every day, ladies and gentlemen. Don't think I was ungrateful. I made a mistake and it's something I have to live with. He is the one that got away. Guys, that was my story time episode for you. I explained how I was a criminal. I explained how I got myself involved in my ex's criminal activity. And then I went in and told you guys about the best sex I ever had with a gang member. I don't know if he was in a gang, but I'm almost positive he was. Never thought I would tell these stories. It shows how much I've opened up to you guys on this podcast. Love every single one of you. I hope you enjoyed today's story time episode. Now I'm going to get into my midday matcha must-haves. Okay, if you guys didn't know this, Dunkin' Donuts does free coffee Mondays with the purchase of any food. Monday, my sister and I went to Dunkin' and I got a bagel. And as long as you have the app, you can get free iced coffee. I got a free medium iced coffee with my bagel. I'm just over here 
helping you guys save money and get some good fucking iced coffee. Because if you know me, you know I love iced coffee and I would never want any of you guys to miss out on that. Another midday matcha must-have is the NYX Lip Plumper. A lot of you bitches think I have lip injections and I don't, but I do love NYX's Lip Plumper. I don't try that many lip plumpers, but my best friend does. She tries a million lip plumpers and she even thinks this is like the best lip plumper. So guys, go check out the NYX lip plumper. You can get it at Ulta. It's literally $7. So cheap. So cute. Okay, guys, I've mentioned Barrio to you before. It's one of my favorite restaurants in Chicago. They have like the bougie Mexican food I talked to you guys about. I went and got their brunch this weekend and I mentioned in the beginning of this episode I was fucking hammered at brunch this weekend and that's all thanks to Barrio. It sounds like a sponsor. It's not. Barrio poured these mimosas more than half the glass and it was a giant wine glass. I had like seven. It wasn't good for my health but it was good for me getting drunk. Guys, so I highly recommend Barrio's brunch. It was only $30 for bottomless mimosas and their food is so good. Like it's just such a good brunch spot and it's so fucking good. Like brunch, dinner, wherever you want to go, Barrio is hands down just amazing. You guys, I never talked to you guys about music, but an artist I've been listening to recently who just like is really hitting a different spot for me in my life is Jacquees. Um, I just fucking love Jacquees basically is what I'm telling you guys. Come through when he's talking about being Willy Wonka, like, that's my fucking song. Come Through is literally my song. I love Jacquees, and I really recommend all you guys go listen to Jacquees, too. Your Peace is another good one. All good music. He has really, really good music, guys. Go fucking listen to Jacquees. My last midday matcha must-have is a savings account. If you guys aren't saving your money, what the fuck are you doing? That is the sole reason I can buy myself a Gucci bag, and I can do what I do have a savings account. Everyone always asks me, they're like, how do you do all the things you do? And I'm like, one, I financially support myself and two, I have a savings account. So literally majority of what I make goes into my savings. And you guys may be like, well, what do I need a savings for? When you want to go sign for your own apartment, thank me then, because then you can sign for your own apartment when you have a savings account because you've saved all your money. Like I just highly recommend a savings account. Guys, this was another episode of Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I'm fucking Livy, period. If you guys want to see more of me, follow me on Instagram at Livy Maeve. That's M-A-E-V-E. You guys can also follow Midday underscore Matcha. I post screenshots from the story times from every episode as well as bad bitch quotes daily to make you feel like the bad bitch that you fucking are, period. As well as you can email me at middaymatcha with two A's at gmail.com. Like I said, I love to hear from you guys. Hearing from you guys makes me so fucking happy good or bad. I literally love to hear from you guys. So reach out, talk to me. I want to know what you guys think about the episodes as well as what you want to hear me talk about. Like I would love to know what you guys think. So bitches, it's Friday. Have a good fucking weekend. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. I love every single one of you. Go have the best sex of your life and stay away from criminal activity. That is what you can gain from this episode. I love every single one of you.